soul to talk to me nice and today i got two special guests to my right i got my boy monty what's good and i got my brother from another mr so high on himself you already know biggest thing we're trying to do with this talk to me nice man is uh you know have a little bit more community feel like me you know not just getting my thoughts but me kind of sitting down with people I watch it and I'm, I admire and I, and I love what they do and uh, you know so so nonetheless man we about to get straight into it and you know kind of start off with you know I never like to assume that everybody know everybody when it comes to this so we can start with Sohio I know we got a, we had an episode previously but kind of introduce the people you know they don't know what you what you do and big fact big fact shit y'all ain't know I'm going by Sohio and shit man. It's my cousin, man, for, for real family shit. Uh, basically, I mean, shit, on the east side of the city, um, doing this music thing. I've been doing it for a little while and shit. I'll say since about like 2016, 17. Really pushing since like 2018, 2019. I'm about, what, three projects in now? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? I got a couple, couple thousand streams under my belt. Nothing too major and shit. A few little shows in the city and shit. Nothing major like that neither. But you feel me? We just trying to like, you know. Bring our own little package, deal with it soft, you feel me, and, and put this shit out there the right way. So, I mean, motherfuckers getting familiar with me. Most of them, the yeah. most important motherfuckers have heard my name. If not, you feel me, tapped in with my shit. But it's still plenty of ground and like, you feel me, get shit done. So, Definitely. I'm with it. Alright, and uh, yeah, yeah, Monty, introduce yourself. Let the people know what you, what you do. Yeah, so, uh, Amani, uh, or Amani So Dope. Hey, hey. Um, but yeah, I'm from the east side of the city. Um, illustrator. Went to CCAD, uh, graduated there in 2016, and pretty much just been doing a freelance artist thing for since then. And yeah, I do some of the uh, covers for Sohio shit. Yes, my brother, let me get yeah. just about everything y'all seen. Real talk, don't let this nigga yeah, say right. something. <laughs> my nigga, <laughs> majority hey, of everything y'all seen. He, he being real humble right now. He cold as hell, man. He's a he's a really a dope ass artist. Matter of fact. But what do I know? If you if you transition and follow me from over there, that that cover art, that work, that was um, actually you know the, the work of this gentleman right here next to me. So yeah, so yeah, man, don't 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 let him be don't let him be humble. I love the humbleness, but trust me, man, he called he called with it, and um, definitely one of the main reasons why you know I tap him on the shoulder is just you know just appreciating his artwork and you know mastering his craft, you know, being active and always seeing him post and, you know, showing people his process, not just the artwork itself, but the actual process and go through and be like, yeah, this shit legit. So, um, yeah, man, just to, just to kind of kick it off, uh, we're going to, uh, you know, kick it off with So High. I know you got a, a brand new tape out, Don't Even Trip. Don't um, Even Trip. Yeah, Don't, don't Even trip. trip. I like that. <laughs> so, how, how you been feeling since you, since you dropped it? You know, what was, what was some of the things you, you wanted to accomplish? Uh, with, with this music. Well, shit, uh, I just dropped that probably like uh, a little less than a month ago, maybe a month at the max. It was something short and sweet, just like last time when we were speaking and shit, just something short and sweet. I was getting some, I'd say some over-cycling done, just throwing out some of my older tracks and whatnot that I have been sitting in the vault and whatnot. Some of the shit I dropped out was singles and shit like Die Lit, mm-hmm. motherfucking Sneaky Link and shit like that, I threw that on there. And I felt like, uh, it was just something short and sweet, just you for me, just get you turned up and shit. Kind of keep you a little bit uh, satisfied for the next thing I'm doing. Like, I got a real project coming up. Like, you feel me? A good amount of city features and shit like that, man. Some surprise features of motherfuckers that y'all ain't even hit to and shit like that. Um, good cover art. Like I said, these going to be longer tracks, full body tracks. You ain't got to worry about, like, the short, sweet shit. Because a lot of a lot of people a lot of people be complaining, like, bro, the song hard, the song hard. But why the fuck is it so short? Yeah. I'm like, shit, niggas got short attention span. So, 
I be like, I ain't gonna waste my time putting out such crazy full length, you feel me, albums or, you know, bodies of work and the motherfuckers is only listening to the first three tracks or skimming through and this shit just because of the apprehension of like, it's a local, it's a local act. So you already know how that goes. But right. then, on the fact that they probably don't even listen to their favorite rapper's album all the way through. So exactly. I just wanted to drop something short so we get it out the way. Okay. And shit, just get ready for this, this, this motherfucking new motherfucker that I'm about to drop. It's going to be crazy. I'm trying to get you on there. I'm trying to get a couple yeah, other people on there. So. <laughs> it's going to be something fun. It's been fun. And I feel yeah. good since yeah. I dropped. It's been received real Yeah, and, I, and, I, and honestly, um, just as as the, the growth as an artist, I've, I've definitely been seeing that. You know, I'm with you every almost every day. So... It's easy. It's easy for me to say that, but you know, even with my interview last night with Riggs, talk highly about you. My talk about the growth. Yeah, bro. So it's just like, you know, people see the work, um, people paying attention, and you know, people is fucking with the music, and, and you know, keep going. You feel me? I, I love that shit. So, so as far as like on the tape, what, what do you feel like? What's your favorite song on the, on the tape that you that that you just was like, all right, when I first made this, this, this it was in rotation. It was going. <laughs> I definitely say it was the single I dropped last before I had, um, or the first thing I dropped before I put it on the tape was uh, Dilate. That motherfucker just got so much energy to yeah. it. And it was a lot of undertones, and then I was just, you know, I'm talking shit more or less than anything. Yeah. I'm just trying to get everybody amped up and have fun, but I'm making sure I'm making a few mentionables where, right. you feel me, mm -hmm. shit I wanted to highlight on. Little, you feel me, little chimes in the back, little sneak this and shit, because you know, niggas be having their little jokes. I feel like it's a truth in every joke, and niggas be kind of like humbly talking shit, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's cute. I guess, but <laughs> in the meantime, like while I'm doing this shit and shit, motherfuckers still tapping feed into this shit, so I'm gonna make sure I mention that shit and let it be known that I said what right. I said, but I feel like that track, though, is clean, so if y'all ain't heard Dilate yet, that's definitely something nah, fun. That's definitely one of my, definitely one of my uh, favorite favorite tracks on the, um, on the, on the tape, for sure. Um, so, uh, Bouncer Monty, you know, uh, since you know it's our first time sitting down together, uh, kind of talk to me about, like, your beginnings. Like, what, what made you want to, like, delve into like art and just you know go to school and you know make that your, your thing um honestly to keep it a buck with you i went to eastmore for high school mm -hmm. and okay. i remember like just to keep it 100 i was a daydreamer so yeah. my grades was bad so <laughs> first like i had a plan of going to deride and learn graphic design mm -hmm. or whatever right yeah so but while i was there like that shit wasn't hitting, and I realized I was being able to pass the class but not even really learning much. So, I think like, really like, no lie, I watched like a like a motivational speech on YouTube mm -hmm. or some shit. Yeah. It's basically like saying to like pursue the things that you know like are your passion or whatever, because you'll never feel like you're working. So, I kind of got it in my head to um, transfer from there and uh, start taking like uh, beginners like drawing classes mm -hmm. at okay. Columbus State. And uh, from there, I took like two years at Columbus State, did like really like beginners classes. Like I'm in there with people who don't know how to draw, period. Mm, okay, okay. So like I had to really like, really like relearn how to draw. And uh, I just basically took those techniques and created a portfolio. And um, it just so happened that uh, one of the teachers who was teaching me at Columbus State also taught at CCAD. So she took that portfolio and then wrote me a letter of recommendation. Mm, and okay. that's how I got into CCAD. And I, and I uh, chose illustration. I think I chose illustration uh, as the, my major coming into CCAD because to me it just seemed like the most versatile. Mm -hmm. Like it seemed like a lot of avenues. Like I seen niggas create <laughs> like, you think of like when you go to the movies and you see posters, yeah, yeah. illustrators, you, uh, 
it's, it's so much like uh, books, children's books, things yeah. of that nature. When you go to the hospital, you see like a little skeleton, like a little illustration like that. So right. it's just so many avenues that I figured it could, you know, I could delve into with that. And that's what I chose. And um, ever since then, like to me, like after I graduated, like I figured like the next big move would be for mm -hmm. like get a job. But that shit never really planned out to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I feel like graphic, like, People who have like more so of a graphic design yeah. background, they're more so inclined to get those type of jobs. But so, I just been basically, you know, say like I said before, doing the freelance thing. And I pretty much tap into like a lot of people. Like I said, like they commission me, and you know what I'm saying, just uh, flip that way. That's dope. So um, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because that kind of segue was going to be my uh, next question, and this this honestly applies to uh, both of you, but. Um, we know that there's a level of love that has to be had to wake up and do the same shit every single day. It has, you've got to be passionate about it, and that's kind of what you talked about, right. uh, the motivational speaker, you know, doing something you love so it don't feel like work. So kind of just talk about, you know, um, what, that, what that process looks like. Like when, when, when you hunker down, getting ready to write a song, or you, you hunkering down and you about to do a commission and you, you about to put some artwork, like what, what does that big process look like for you? Like, you sit down, meditate, light one up, get a little drink or something. Like, what would that look like for you? Like to just get that beginning process, and, that, and that's that's for both of you. Well, shit, I definitely say it's a mixture of all kind of different shit. Man, it depends on the mode. Like, if we being honest, I use a lot of like my peers as far as like who I'm into, what I look up to, and what motivates me, inspires me, is like like that fire in my ass and shit. And it really be like. I think it's like Monty, yeah. you feel me? I think it's like you and, and, and a few other pure shit rigged. Yeah. The list goes on, my nigga Biz, you feel me? Just anybody I feel inspired by, I'm just paying attention to like, to how much it seems like it's effortless and, and they still going, they still pushing, they still striving. Right. Because regardless, they got their own shit they going through. Yeah. Like I'm going through anything. So if my start point for the day for a song or some shit or whatever the vibe is, or I'm just trying to brainstorm for the fucking most part of like what I'm about to do you feel me creatively mm -hmm. and try to package this shit the right way and start, you know, hitting these motherfucking bullet points. Yeah. It really, it really just depends on, you know, the, like I said, the mood today. I'm, I'm spark up a wood, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and kind of like brainstorm a little bit, throwing some beats, throwing some, throwing some motivational music that I'm already fucking with, throwing some whiz, some currency, some Larry June, something like that, just to get my spirits up and shit. Cause sometimes I'm not always re-motivated from myself. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I just need to, you know what I'm saying? Step outside my own little box and shit. Yeah. And do it like that, especially when it feel like you ever felt like you was the nigga that always kind of like almost had your way with shit. So it seemed like everything was almost like effortless. So, but that was also an issue. Yeah. So you just want to make sure that you stay accountable for, you know what I'm saying, being complacent, being lazy, or right. when you hit that block, you know what I'm saying, writer's block, you know what I'm saying, or artistic block, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure he'll have his own moments where he was flying through shit for weeks. And then this week is just weird. Like, I can't yeah. really get this shit out. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I just try to, like, recalibrate, break down. If I can't get it out, shit, best thing I can say is, uh, shit, just try to keep that shit real smooth and, and, and don't get too, like, hung up on it. Like, fuck, 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 yeah, fuck. You know like, what I'm sometimes saying? you literally gotta just step away. And sometimes it ain't, you know, you force push it through, but then sometimes it's like, all right, let me go. Let me go outside real quick. Like, <laughs> like I literally book a flight. Yeah, like, and then yeah. I oh. Just to go get some motivation, get some vibes and shit, get some shit to write about you shit. You create a whole motherfucking, you yeah. know, situation or some energy to really bring back to the crib and go, you know what I'm saying? I go to Houston or go out to Phoenix or some shit like that, bro. But you know what? Shit. Nah, thanks. So, so what's that process look like for you? Uh, shit, man. I mean, I feel like for me, it's like, 
two different lanes because like I have like the commission side where it's, it's somebody telling me what they want, right? Yeah. So yeah. if it's somebody telling me what they want, I'll go in and give examples and then from there they may choose one they like and we just tweak it till they get to like a final stage where they're okay. comfortable with it. You know? yeah. But as far as for me, like the personal shit I draw, I feel like even when I'm not like inspired to to do something like I feel like I consume so much like I'm always watching TV shows we always talk about the shows we watching I may see something in the show or like obviously listen to music like all day or the song it just really inspired me to like actually go out and create something like for instance like a lot of the shit that I'll be seeing like that I want to draw now like I've always been a fan of drawing people Mm -hmm. So like for me, I'll go on Instagram, I'll go on Instagram and I see like all these fit pics like that I like I have like the Instagram curated that yeah. and then like I'll be like alright that's a dope fit and then I'll like tweak that and somehow change the colors or exaggerate something mm -hmm. okay. and then that's why I feel like it always seems like I always have something going on there because usually if I'm working on a commission, I had an idea where I saw something for myself but I like already compartmentalized that. So by the time I'm out the commission, I already know how I want to Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense, man. Okay, I, I like that, I like that. So, so, so far, what would you say is like your favorite, and this could be just personal or even just something you worked on for somebody else, but what would you, what would you say is like your favorite work you've done so far? Oh, uh, shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know, for real. And that'd be the same for you, Luke. Your, nice. your favorite song, you feel like you, you Hey, I, let me answer for him before you get an answer. Listen. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite? My one? favorite thing I, this nigga ever did was when we was in middle school. So for niggas that don't know, bro, I've known this nigga, bro, for like 20 years almost right now. So, like, in sixth grade, I think it was sixth or seventh grade, this nigga drew a picture of Carmelo Anthony and he drew a picture of like LeBron James and shit. And these were some cold ass pictures, right? But he had the cloud off of the little bitches was all trying to give some little praise here. <laughs> the niggas was like, oh, draw me one, draw me one. So them really my favorite because it stuck with me just like it was just a moment in time that was crazy. <laughs> but listen, this why I'm so nasty though, funny as hell. I he had gave me, he had gave me, he was like, yeah, bro, you can have this shit with it. You know what I'm saying? Because this is my nigga and shit. So I get it, but it's so under the it's so under the table. Niggas ain't really pick up on shit. So I've I've been the corner around to the other side of the school, act like I drew that bitch. Ah! <laughs> I was tweaking off. <laughs> Bruh, on me, bruh. That was my favorite shit this nigga ever drew because I had that shit for years, bro, for years. Cast, I drew it every day, bruh. Because it was just so hard, bruh. Hey, Cast, hold on. Bruh, that's some shit now. We don't do that nowadays, man, but this is my dog, though. Like, that's one of my favorite moments, bro. Alright, okay, so I say if I had to put a, on like acrylic paintings, yeah. I drew this like black and white uh, painting of Kendra Lamar. Mm -hmm. Um, that'd probably be my favorite painting. Nah, no, I gotta yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on, it was on a black canvas, and I had never worked on black canvas mm -hmm. before, That's so cool. it kind of like forced me to just use gray and white. Oh, okay. But yeah, bro, that shit came out so crazy. As yeah. far as like the digital shit, I feel like the, I don't know, like it changes drastically yeah. because I feel like I always learn something. Because the app I work in on, uh, what's it called? When I always do these time lapses or some shit. Mm -hmm. The app I work in is called Procreate, yeah. but I feel like I always learn something new that makes like my drawings look better. Okay. So like it's kind of hard to say what I think yeah. my best digital. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, as far as uh, to to expand on that, okay, you got your favorite work you've ever done, but what what was your favorite collab? Like, who who was your favorite person you work with, or just just that that work you did with somebody else? had you doing something a little bit different out your comfort zone or, or like, you know, just kind of was like, all right, yeah, that, that went better than, than expected. And I kind of, 
you know, some some of those some of those unexpected moments through through the journey that kind of caught you off, off guard, but in a positive way. Like it was just like, okay, this. Um, shit, I don't really know for for. I haven't really done too much collaboration. I feel like, in a way, the commissions be the collaborations. Mm -hmm. But if if we gonna buy that, then right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So this is my favorite thing to work with for sure. Yeah, it's like easy, like you know what I'm saying. Like we'll probably like like the same thing. Like I said, we'll probably listen to some music. We already probably have like a prior conversation going on about it, and like I already know how you want to approach it. So like, I really ain't got say much with this thing. I, oh, bro, like some fans for this shit. And at this point, this my brother. Appreciate everything this nigga do. So make sure you go and show your appreciation to your niggas and shit. Stay your hand. Don't keep your mouth closed when it's time to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Real talk. That shit definitely. go a long way. Nah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's, and that's, that's definitely dope as hell, because, you know, like I said, there's always one thing, you know, you have your friendship, kinship, brotherhood, but then when you can, you know, have find success and, you know, find different avenues, but still find a way to collab and work together with you, with you, with your family, like, that's that's a beautiful thing. You know, can never be mad about that. Working with you so, you know, I always like to ask people, you know, sometimes it's not always about work, we indulge, like you say, you like watching shows, you know, people play sports, video games, the whole nine. I know from, you know, tapping in with both both of y'all, y'all, we, we pretty avid anime fans. So I kind of want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, I feel like, you know, um, a lot of people fuck with anime, but for some reason, it's not a lot of conversation had. It's more open now today than, you know, I feel like it, it has been, but I feel like, you know, it's definitely a dope genre, dope, you know, you know, something that I'm into. So, you know, let's uh, talk about, you know, some of, some of your favorite, uh, like what kind of got you into anime in, the, in, the, in like the very beginning, like for, for both of you, like what kind of like your first anime experience and was just like, oh yeah, damn, like. I mean, for me, it was definitely Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Like, like, I remember like, watching that shit like back in the day, like what was that, like Tsunami back in yeah, the day? Yeah, tsunami, yeah, like, Tsunami, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit, for real, for real, was like my first introduction to it, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not as well versed on anime. Like I do watch the shows, but I feel like I'm always being educated by y'all niggas on the for real for real. But that's the thing, like I'm I'm more so like a person like, oh yeah, educate me, like show me what's what. I mean, but I will say I prefer the animes when niggas just throwing hands because sometimes the ones with the straight dialogue. Yeah, you be like, oh, you can't right. get lost for sure. That shit will drag out for like three But when it's to see real life, I go outside. That's how I be feeling like, man, y'all better throw the hands. <laughs> man, what? See, look. So, you see, I had to spark up with anime shit. Like, that shit really became life, though. But how I got into anime and shit, for real, for real, was also slight shit. Like, first anime I ever really seen was Sailor Moon. It was like some little female shit, yeah, shit yeah, back yeah, in the day when I was a yeah. kid. I was like, dumb young, this shit, come on, dumb later. That was another tsunami one, though. You feel me? Yeah, dumb later. I didn't even know what I was watching. I didn't know. I just thought it was a cartoon, more or less, whatever. But Dragon Ball Z, of course, started it off. But my little brother, Terrell, is the nigga who really pushed this anime shit dumb crazy. Like, that nigga was pushing that shit for years, and I never really get what the fuck he was watching. Like, what the fuck are you watching? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But ignorant to the fact that I get into this shit around like college and shit, I'm really watching this shit. Even like 2013, 14, I'm like, good, this shit dumb cold. But, for the real life type anime shit too, like you feel me? I like how you could just like watch a, a, a animation cartoon really dive into like real life issues and shit. Of course, yeah. you like when niggas throwing their hands and shit. Some of my favorite like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Shampoo, Hunter Hunter, Naruto. Uh, of course, DBZ, Erased. You know, the list goes on. I could say all kind of different shit, but I feel like that shit is just some dope shit to just escape into. Nah, definitely that's facts. I, I say definitely for me, DBZ was my first 
anime for sure that I was just like into for sure. I remember watching Sailor Moon with my sisters. I got all sisters, so that was probably the only little anime they was watching. Yeah, brother. Sailor Moon. I forgot all about that shit. Venus, Mercury, Mars, Pluto. They had all of them, bro. I swear. But it was it was fire. It was fire. I thought it was dope. But you know, Toonami had this little they had this little segment where they would show like you know. It just it's just an hour or two blocked off. We ain't showing nothing but anime right now, for real. So you just see all different types, and I, I just remember like um, my mom forcing us to go to um, to the library. She used to like make us like y'all getting one or two books. She used to copy them DBZ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what dude was reading. I'm like, why are you reading the book backwards? Cause yeah, you gotta start the book yeah, backwards yeah. and read the bitch to the front. And it, it'll like, literally be like this big. Like it's it's not even like one of those. You know, like American comic books. You feel me? It's like 20 pages, 15. But like that, those mangas, those like books I used to get, that that was like legit 200 pages, and it's like it's like a multiple chapters. So yeah, I, I, I always thought it was pretty cool because I would read in the manga, and the manga was uncut. That was the thing. That's what my mom didn't know. And I'm glad she didn't really read it because like as far as like blood, graphics, whatever. I remember one manga, it, man, it was like dude. I was just like, oh yeah, they going hard. But <laughs> I, I used to watch it translated to like American TV. And you know, I would yeah, see cut some stuff out, or you know, see it. But I'll just be like, "Yeah, this is this is dope." But and it's tough because it was like at that point, it was like at my discretion based on what when it was on. But to, as far as like, oh me, I'm really into anime. I probably said it was like college too, when I was just like on my own. Yeah, you feel me? You just like got that. You you can you. It's really whatever you want to do, whatever you want to watch, where you want to be at. Like it's all up to you. You grown now, like basically. Pretty much, hey, so. and shout out to them RDC niggas. Everybody yeah, say that because that's a group of black niggas that Jari hit too. They yeah, be on that animation on the YouTube shit. Back, so they been watching them niggas for forever. Nah, right, you really? but only reason I bring them up because that, they push that shit. And they a group of niggas that bro, they probably been doing that shit since before we was doing it. But my point is, these niggas got me to come all the way to Dallas. I went to a fucking anime convention and yeah. shit. I'm out here tapping in. You feel me? Just you know, networking with motherfuckers and shit, talking anime, talking music, of course, you feel me, passing yeah. around, you know, get, put my put my shit in his phone, like, you feel me, the album right there and shit. It was, it's a good community and shit. Right. They're kind of nerdy and shit, but you know, if you're good with vibrating with other people and shit, you get to be introduced to different walks of life, you know, different vibrations and all that good shit. But that, that's what I was saying, stuff. like, it was a point in time, but that might not have been possible. You feel me? Like, it, was, it was a group. It was like yeah. thousands of black kids. That's what I'm saying, you kids. know, like, I, like, because it's, it's like, Anime, like you know, you know, I I, I can like at least speak for all culture, but I, I remember you either was into it or you was like full blown against it, like yeah, like you watching like, 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 yeah, like right. Even yeah, some of my man. niggas now don't be fucking with that shit. Like a lot of my niggas don't watch anime, don't even get it twisted. Don't think it's like really that universal. Like these niggas right here, they fucking with it and shit. He fuck with it for sure. My nigga always down to learn or be be into some shit. But my point is. Most of my niggas be like, bro, what Pokemon that shit is yours? Like, it ain't even Pokemon. And if they see that, I know they'll mess with it for sure. Because, like I said, like when I was younger, it was all about the fights. But when I got older, I was like, yo, it's really some story story here. Like, they really going deep. They can get deep. They can let you bust a tear, watch one of them good. Right. Tell episodes of one of your favorite niggas die. Go watch Jariah die. Oh no, so oh, I bet your ass be sitting there fighting the screen. Man, <laughs> I'm me. I'm choked up. Like, Alright, let me uh turn this off real quick. Man, I got dressed, <laughs> man. The animation is my shit though. Nah, yeah. for sure. So so, so uh, see the shirt. Make shit. Well what was what was you you got any that 
from the outside, you was like, nah, but you ended up watching it and was like messing with it like super heavy? Uh, so now nah, I didn't, I didn't think of it. Uh, this shit called Steins Gate, it was like kind of like on some real humble ass, real life shit. But yeah. It was about some dude going back in time trying to recreate his life and shit. And more or less just like, you feel me? I just tied it into like how a motherfucker really, I don't know, everything was taking to go back in time and fix something. Yeah. Even if it's drastic or not, you know what I'm saying? Right. Get the shit, relive that motherfucking like he hit that one bitch one. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be for the most petty reasons or you know, just to go back and just rechange some shit like mm-hmm. bro, I could have been such a better person if I did this, did that third. But right. the point is I watched that little anime, like I said, it was on it was on some real monotone shit. And I watched it and I was just getting the undertones of it and why not just trying to get the real basis of what they were saying yeah. and shit. And I thought it was smooth. It was smooth. And it's a couple anime I watched, I was like, I probably would have clicked on but I clicked on that bitch. Not for sure. I'll tell you probably my most recent one. I got a handful for sure, but I said the most recent one, I, I was like, nah, but after I watched it, I was like, it's for sure dope. Was uh I probably said Attack on Titan. Did you just see the little uh, skinless titans? <laughs> like they look like giants, but they ain't got like no skin on them. So you just see like they meet like on their face and everything. It just look it just look weird. So I was just like, this is one of those. Like, if I'm scrolling trying to watch something. I'm like, I probably won't be into that. <laughs> but then I kept hearing people talk about it, <laughs> and then sure enough, bro, I definitely was was tuned in and tapped in, and it ended up being like super dope for sure. Um, uh, on some other things, like what, what some other things y'all like to, you know, tap into when, when it ain't, you know, all about the work and you kind of want to just step away and kind of enjoy sports or anything? Oh, shit, yeah, of course. Well, me personally, I love the NBA. Yeah. So I love watching all the games. Know that. I'm glad the NBA's back. Um, know that. I'm really just getting back into watching football for real. I don't feel like I was tapped in on that, so I've been watching that. Sports, I would say movies. Movies, okay. I try to go to the movies like every chance I get. I love it. I'm actually yeah. supposed to be going to the movies tomorrow for real, but hey, hey. yeah, so I try to see everything I can. I don't know. It's always been like that since I was younger. Yeah. So I pretty much just keep that going. So on the NBA, on the NBA tip, while we on that, what would you what you feel about the current current uh, NBA? Like with given, you know pandemic and everything going on like we know we've seen the nba kind of go through a lot of changes and we got this year coming up i feel like it's kind of getting normalized because of the vaccines but speaking of which we've got this big situation um big cool blah about you know Kyrie not wanting to take the vaccine and being unvaccinated and his eligibility to you know play for the next this year so what's your, what's your kind of thoughts about that and you know kind of like the narrative put out in the media or you know you feel you feel just justified as far as like the net saying you can't play until you're vaccinated or, i mean from my understanding, the whole city in New York got a mandate mm-hmm. on it, right? So I'm pretty sure that's what they're pushing for him to get vaccinated. But, um, I mean, I kind of feel the next, because, like, first of all, this thing's supposed to be getting probably, like, 15, 17 million. And if that's the case, if he can't play at the games, he only going to get paid for half the season. Yeah. So that's like, can you show up to your job? Yeah. And pay, like work half the year, you know what I'm saying? And somebody made a great point too, and they were just talking about just even the playoffs. And you got a seven game right. series. <laughs> My, you miss so, it all the home game. So for me, from the standpoint of the team, like I don't really get how he thinks that's going to work out. Mm-hmm. But as far as for him as a person, if he don't want to get the vax, bro, he don't got to get the yeah. I mean, that's on yeah. him. Like, yeah. I'm, like if you pro vax, cool. If you not on the vax, cool. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I think the whole. I feel like the main thing with like through all this shit is nobody really trying to mind their fucking business. Right. So yeah. like everybody got an opinion. Yeah, on exactly. Like, but I don't really give a fuck. So if that's what you want to do, cool. That's yeah. what you want to do. That's fine too. Yeah. And I, and I, I was, I was that's how I feel about Kyrie. That's not what you want to do. 
cool. Bro. I don't. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like it's just a big deal for him because because it's Kyrie. Yeah, yeah and, and you know Kyrie also you know kind of got that stigma attached to him now that he's a it's only something with him you know or something like. So I just feel like this is was elevating it to be even more dramatic because he wasn't the only NBA player that had reservations and didn't want to like yeah, you Wiggins know. Didn't do yeah, it. Wiggins didn't want to do it. I think he eventually he, he, he broke down and did. And then I, I know Bradley. Bill, I don't want to do it. I don't think Bradley Bill got it, or, or at least I know I know he didn't want to uh, take it. So um, I just think it's a little weird that literally just last season, which we talked about months ago, not even last year, nobody was vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And y'all found a way to make it work for those players. And given what we're told the vaccine does, to be like this person can't play if they're not vaccinated versus y'all was just all fabric mask and you feel me y'all was going so I just think it's a little weird that it's just, just force and pushing. I feel like it's just all a business though, cause it's like the I feel like the whole NBA shit is the reason why like they don't got like First of all, I feel like they trying to get everybody vaccinated because they don't want it to be a situation where games got to be canceled. Mm-hmm. You remember during when, like, the pandemic first hit and, like, the whole half of the season got yeah. like, took out? Yeah. So yeah. them niggas are trying to be on some shit where, like, okay, how can we best protect this season where we don't have that? All right, let's get everybody vaccinated. But I feel like they was fucking wilding with, like, the rules they was going because they did put out, like, what rules they was going to have for vaccinated players versus yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. It was like, like, so it's like, bro. Yeah, it was like, the, like we like, we force in your hand. We're going to make it so uncomfortable yeah, to get us vaccinated that, like, and then it was talking about Toronto. Like, now it's like a criminal offense, and you get, like, yeah. literally get arrested that for, shit don't like, make sense yeah, I'm just like, bro, like, it's, they going it's a little, little hard. It's, it's just a little weird, and the, and the energy around it to me is super weird, too, man, because it's, it's like, when, it, when, when it's something that got everybody's attention, and we talking about somebody's personal decision and there's millions of people who haven't been vaccinated either for various reasons. I mean, watching it in preseason is tough because right now, I don't know how that shit gonna work out. Yeah. It's, a lot of, it's a lot of Hall of Famers on that lineup, but somebody gonna have to sacrifice their ego for that shit to sure, work out. For sure. But, um... Because on paper, it looked crazy, but, you know, like, just, you know, being a diehard Bron fan and watch him for a long time. I feel like he's most successful when he's surrounded by shooters. So when you got somebody like Russell yeah. Westbrook, who's also a, a dominant ball handler. Cole, though, he's averaging triple-doubles like he's a hooper, but it's just like, you know, is that going to work from a, a, a logistic standpoint and, you know, play-by-play play and, and, you know, kind of spreading the floor, and you know, especially in the playoffs when they crunch time and they playing off of people who can't shoot. Like, are we going to force them to shoot? We're going to focus on so it, It's kind of tough, yeah. but... They got their hoopers though, so I know like it can work. But it's when be- when the when the Lakers won it in what twenty twenty, they ain't really have no snipers like that. They did. It was just a bunch of niggas that really stepped up in crunch yeah. time and hit them shots. AD was hooping, Bron was going crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's the thing too, because Rondo was a, a person that stepped up. But if you remember, Rondo was hitting threes and shit too. Though. He was like, bunch of he, that stepped yeah, up in the crunch yeah. Time, see, so if Russell can do that and just not even be a sniper, but just Making it, making it to a point where it's like, all right, I'm gonna make you pay for not playing. You know, I, th- I think that that could be. I also think the Nets is gonna be just as good even without Kyrie. If with yeah. or without him, I feel like them niggas will probably make it. Their bucks will probably get back. Yeah. Uh, I could. I don't know why, but I probably. I I could guess I could see Phoenix going back. I fuck with Devin Booker though. I don't know. Yeah, so, that's a lot. I fuck it, with it, Devin Booker. Cameron Payne off the bench. 
our, our camera pan, like from last year, even beginning of this year, what I'm seeing from him, like, bro, he he is like stepped his game up. He, I, I think he's really nice. Also, I want to see my nigga Jason Tatum do well this year. Yeah. I don't really care too much for the Celtics, but I'm a Jason Tatum fan. Nah, he's, he's nice. He might be. Nice. I don't know when LeBron retired. That might be my next favorite. Player. Mm, okay, okay. Just might. Okay. Dang, that's deep. Dude, that's that's crazy. Cause I, I've been I've been thinking about it. I'll be trying not bro, to think about it. Like, about bro. Shit, but I already know. I like it's but players it's already so now. Many good players yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I like watching Kate. I like watching KD play. I love watching him play. Yeah. Honestly, I love watching Kyrie play. James Harden is another player that that I, I think is cool to watch play. Um, I love watching Russell Westbrook because he he go 110 the whole game. Like I, I feel like the league is. I mean, it's some give and take because, like, I remember how I fell in love with NBA was like early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was a whole different game. Niggas was really like yeah. hand checking still. Yeah. And it was like a lot of niggas on their grizzly back then. But I feel like yeah. the difference is like the trade off and not getting that. And granted, we are getting a lot more points and it's not as much defense, but like the players are a lot more skilled. Now. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Like, I couldn't imagine. First of all, nigga, back in the early 2000s, your four and your five was seven feet. Exactly. Like yeah. on the block. So and your, and your four, your four could probably hit like free throw down. You know, yeah. mid range shots and if anything. Yep. Nobody rarely took a three yep. back then. Yep. Um, and if you did take a three, you was a specialist, like Pager or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. But uh, now it's like everybody can handle it. Everybody can shoot it. And there, and it's a lot of niggas pulling that bitch from like damn near from half court now. Yeah, so. bro. I'm telling you, like that's why I'm like the game is really evolving. The skill set. That's why like I don't really like getting into the debates about who was the better player back in this era to this era because everybody played according to their era. So you know what I'm saying? It's, like you can throw every excuse why Bron won't be successful in the '90s, but Bron ain't fucking grow up in the '90s. You know, like he came in the era he came up in. Mike came up in when he came up in. Kobe. So the whole nine. So it's just like I don't know. I, it's fun. I will engage, but not to the point where it's like real serious. Like I'm, I'm not about to die on the hill to like defend Bron's honor. Like you can believe what you believe in. We can go on and move on to the next thing, man. But kind of, kind of segueing a little bit uh, back into you know the music and the art. Um, what are some of the things that, you know, both of you got planned and, and you know, coming up, coming up next? Uh, shit. Um, like I was saying in the beginning, I do got an um, album, like a real full length album coming. I can't even really put a date on that bitch, because like I said, I just dropped the EP, that little baby album, EP, LP, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. like a month ago. And I still want to push you for me a little bit of energy behind that and make sure, like, you know what I'm saying, that's still received, like it's, like it's supposed to. And maybe do a visual for it for real. So definitely time for a new video. Like I gotta get a video out because he's been begging for that for bro almost a year at this point. And when I dropped just previously, you know what I'm saying, I still I like it, but it really wasn't what it was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole little situation is something else like I won't even mention. But um other than that shit, I've been working on some little hat shit, you feel me? Like Yeah, talk little, to talk to me about that. Music music little per personal little business shit, Mizukage headwear shit, like, it's just some shit I just did on my own for, like, my own personal shit, like, I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, design a hat up, you know what I'm saying, get this bitch icy for myself, the niggas was asking where I got them from, you feel me, I make them, and it just turned into, like, oh, can I get, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. exchanging and whatnot, so I got a couple people laced up, you feel me, a few homeboys and, like, three other clients and shit like that, but it's still in the way and whatnot, but, like I said, it just, you feel me, like, some wool, you feel me, just yeah, some wool design, the little fitted hat shit, you know what I'm saying, just some little shit I have to be doing on my own. But just besides the little little side business shit, man, we just working on music, trying to keep everything 
shaking, man. Get this shit moving and going. Because I tell you one thing, it's easy to get lazy, sit down, get on your ass, and just let this time roll by and shit. Yeah. So like I said, man, we're going to try to do a video in the next month or two. I'm going to try to uh, link up with some, actually some of his peoples and shit out in Canton and get some visuals going and okay. shit. And um, that album coming. I got somebody on there that, like I said, ain't nobody ever heard of. I got a couple of guys I'm trying to get you on there. I got some other local favorites I'm going to put on that bitch and shit. Make it like 15 plus songs for real, for real. Like it's really going to be him. Okay. And um, to be honest, I'm going to push that shit so hard. I'm going to say that's going to be my last body of work for a while because I'm going to be pushing that crazy. I'm gonna just try to push that for as long as I can, as far as I can, yeah. put as much as I can behind that for real, for real. Okay, okay. Uh, well, what about you? What you got? What you got coming up next? Anything uh, you're working on? More, uh, more commissions, man. Always pushing out my own ideas, and that's pretty much it for real, for real, man. I'm, I feel like I'm literally always drawing. I keep my iPad on yeah. me, so anybody yeah. know me, always know I'm into something. He come up. He came over my crib multiple times. He nigga always seen me with the iPad out drawing. Well, that's that bitch out. Yeah, thanks. Working at Rich. I'm always working on stuff for real, for real. So you know what I'm saying. Follow me on IG, Money So yeah. Dope. Okay, you yeah, see yeah. all that shit there, and I also on my website, MoneySoDope.com. Okay, for sure. Tap in, tap in. Yeah, I was about to do be my uh, next next thing before we got up out of here. Where uh, where can people go? You know, to tap in um, with both of y'all on, on the social media. Yeah, yeah finish that up. Oh yeah, I on IG money so dope. Um, what's it called? I believe it's on. I have a, a page on Facebook. It's money so dope as well. Website is money so dope dot com. Uh, Y'all can DM me on Instagram for a commission. Let's tap in. Let's work. All right, for sure. Yeah. I'm so high, pretty much on everything, but uh, specifically IG. I'm S O H I O underscore. Um, for Facebook, it's just S O H I L. You can type that in, it should pop up. Capital S, capital H, everything O I L. Um, I don't really do the Twitter or anything else like that. Um, I, I got a TikTok, but I really don't use it the correct way. That shit kind of weird. Yeah, and, hey, follow me on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but his, his TikTok yeah, pop. TikTok he know how to use that bitch. Yeah. Like TikTok, you know, I, I'm, bro, I'm Mr. Cancel, get canceled himself. Yeah, so <laughs> anything I post on TikTok, they take that shit down. Anyway, I got it, but I just be watching on, on it. It's cool to watch, like, it's cool to watch this shit, but like, I be smoking and shit. They take that shit down quick as fuck. <laughs> if I got anything with just anything going on, they on my ass now, man. Internet be on my ass. <laughs> so basically, so Ohio underscore at IG. You feel me? And make sure you go check me out on like, you feel me? Apple Music and all that shit, streaming platforms. I'm on anything you can fucking listen to music on. There's no excuse. You can type me in S O H I L for sure. So I got plenty of shit for you to tap into. Plenty of good music. You feel me? Different vibes. We rapping. We, we singing and shit. We doing all kind of different shit. And I feel like, uh, it's something for everybody. Like, I ain't gotta be a favorite rapper, but yeah. I bet I got a song or two that you gonna put in your playlist for sure. Easy. Yeah. Well, shit. I appreciate both of y'all taking the time out, no sitting problem. down with me today. You already know. It's episode sure. two of Talk to Me Nice. Two niggas. Also, don't forget, man, y'all can follow me, put my shit in here, <laughs> at Talk to Me Nice365. My personal page, Craig Keon underscore. That's on Twitter and IG. And we got a YouTube. I'm pushing a YouTube crazy this Let's year, go. man. Niggas right. go. gotta learn how yeah. to work that yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Right. The YouTube niggas be having. Right. But that ain't even the fucking point. Yeah. Like, it's so much traction. It's one, it's one of the points. It's definitely one of the points. But it's so much traction in that YouTube. Nah, shit, absolutely bro. though. Yeah. So like if you can just subscribe to your followers with that interaction yeah. shit, bro, because like my YouTube like page ain't really popping at all. Yeah. So if I post a video, like it's gonna do good. For the day it's posted, right. or if it's on somebody else's platform type right. shit. 
So yeah, yeah. follow my nigga on yeah, that shit. Yeah, follow me on YouTube, man. And that's talk to me nice. So it's easy, easy to find. We on YouTube, man. But yeah, definitely, definitely show support if you can. Subscribe, share, like, comment, do what you gotta do. But until next time, it's your boy Craig Keon. We out. And we out, nigga. <laughs>